0: We have a million other things that we could be talking about. We could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't gotta fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they that. They literally, they right here. All right, y'all. I am here, and I am going to talk my shit. Today is still Tell the Truth Tuesday in my fucking realm, and it's called flip the table over. And so I know it's Wednesday, but yesterday was Tell the Truth Tuesday, and I went to 29 rooms in Toronto. It's at like the Queen Elizabeth Center. It's over there. So where I was with those fabulous red Mary J. Blige boots on at the Budweiser. Uh, arena in toronto it's not quite downtown it's on the way to downtown it's literally right across the street near bmo field so I went there yesterday to see the Hood Witch, not to be confused with the Hood Healer. Now, the Hood Healer is Imani. We love her. She does these fabulous lives. If you're not following the Hood Healer, you fucking need to because she may not resonate with you in this moment, in this time, but honey, she's been resonating with me since 2017. She snatches edges. She's claritive. She's intuitive. She probably has all the clairs. Now, the Hood Healer... You can follow her on Instagram at Hood Healer, The Hood Healer. The Hood Witch is somebody completely different. Now, um, I think she also goes by young Kundalini. But anyway, the Hood Witch had a installation at twenty nine rooms. And so anytime I've been saying that I was going to go outside more because, you know, as a Cancerian, I will sit my motherfucking ass in the house for three to six business months and not be bothered and just go out to forage for food. Um, and I know that there's a change coming in me because Maybone just happened. so if you are a witch or into Buhedia or witchcraft or whatever, I'm not saying I am. But what I'm saying is, is it's your time. But I'm noticing a shift in myself because that's what Maybond is for. So it's the week before October 1st where people really start letting go of dead things. And it's so weird because for probably the last 10 years since I've been in upstate New York, I wore Lokes. So we call sunglasses Lokes, And I'm not talking about, like, just regular sunglasses. I'm talking about, like, I have, like, an entire, like, briefcase full of sunglasses. First of, fuck of all, I can't find any of them Second of all, they're, if I can find them, they're fucking broken I've had several fabulous pairs But I would wear them because I just didn't want fucking people looking at me Like, don't look at me, I don't feel like putting lotion on my face today And so recently I've noticed that I've been going outside without them So it's almost like I'm wanting to be seen now I guess maybe that's the way that I interpret that energy So we go to 29 rooms yesterday I put lotion on my face um and some lipstick on. I went with my girl and we went up there just something to do because I try to do girls night or girls day at least once a week because it physically forces me to have to get up and get the hell out of the house. Um so I took some time off, you guys know, in the summertime to just really do a bunch of nothing. I let my stomach get a little fluffy. I let my boobs get a little big and fabulous. I let my face get a little fat, and then that shit pissed me off because I was like, oh, my God, what is this going on with my neck? I was retaining water. I didn't know what was going on because my body doesn't know what it's like to not work out and go walk 10 miles, 20 miles, 15 miles, you know, eight miles, five miles. So I always tell y'all that summer bodies are made in the wintertime, so we're back on our bullshit again. And listen, unless I'm sick, a bitch is never going to get fat. So don't don't like be wishing and praying like, oh, you know, because at one point I was looking at pictures. I was like, damn, I was a big-ass bitch. I was like 180 and some change, but I also had fucking cancer. Like I had tumors and shit. So I'm like, wait a minute. So that's why when people are like, oh, you look great. I'm like, bitch, I've been looking great. But then I was like, wait a minute. For a minute, bitch, you was sick. So no, you did not look great. So I feel like, you know, I go to 29 rooms with my homegirl. We had a little bit of lock, stock, and barrel from Rosewood Vineyard, which is one of my favorite vineyards. It's, on, it's what we call the shelf over in Canada, or the bench. I'm sorry, not the shelf, the bench in Canada, right across the border. And we go in 29 rooms, and it's literally 29 different rooms of artistic interpretations. And we go see the Hood Witches um, room, which I had been seeing it on the Internet interactively and wanted to see it for myself. So I spent maybe about like ten or fifteen minutes in there taking the fabulous photos that you can see on my Instagram at miss.d.scott. And as of today, my page is pretty open, so you guys can go over there and check that out because I'm not feeling like I need to be so guarded. You know, but the minute one of you motherfuckers steps out of line, it's block, and then we go back to fucking being a private page, and don't think I won't find your little bum-ass friends that are on my page or, or your fucking fake pages and shit, because sometimes I post shit because I know that you're watching, because I know you'll regurgitate that information and alert me at a later date that you, in fact, were following me and you had no business. So if you are watching me from someone else's page, get fucking help, Okay. Because I don't do that to y'all that I don't speak to or speak on or speak of because I don't fucking care, which brings me to today's show. So today's show is called Flip the Table Over, and shout out to uh, one of my home girls from um, high school, Tracy Walker St. on She actually listened to my church show on Sunday where I try not to cuss as much as I physically can because it is Sunday, even though... You know, it is what it is. But anyway, she was talking to me about when I went to the Trio Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh uh, last week because I went to go see my aunt up in Pittsburgh. She was having a surgery as well, and now my uncle is not doing well, which I predicted that that was going to be um, an issue because he didn't look well when I saw him. So there's just a lot of shit going on. But I'm holding strong. You know, I'm always in a position where – I feel powerful, right? So when I went to go see the synagogue, and I I assume that a lot of y'all don't listen to the show, so it's almost like I'm talking to myself, and then one of you will mimic or repeat something that I said, and I'm like, oh my God, you actually were listening to my show, and I mean, I see the numbers, so I know you're listening, I just don't know who's listening, Okay, so I'm thankful and thank you. But thank you especially to my hometown people, Tracy Walker, St. Ange, because God forbid I don't say Dave's last name. But um, we were talking about her daughter and wanting to go to um, Salem, and I'm like, hey, whenever you're ready, let me know, because I go there and the plane ticket is pretty cheap. Um, I actually, what a lot of people don't know is for the cover of this book that's getting ready to come out, Black Girls Book of Shadows, I actually went to Salem with a beloved of mine and a family member at that time and took the photos that I thought I was going to use for the cover of my book. They'll be in the book because we went to the house of seven Gables, but I want to shout Tracy out because she actually was talking about how she could see the imagery of the synagogue uh, where the massacre occurred, which was the largest attack on Jews on American soil ever. It happened October 27th, 2018, last year. So, It was just a moving situation. And so as I got up there, you know, I I talk about the fact that there was this big steel gate. And I'm talking about, like, the kind that you would see, like, at a factory that has to be, like, rolled from one side to the next just to let you enter. And nobody should have to feel like where they worship or where they live is dangerous, right? And so that leads me to the... um, the guilty verdict of that bitch. I don't even want to say her name down there in um Texas. Let me get with y'all real quick about that. So first of all, you know she walked in Boston Jean's house and um Jean's house and killed him while he sat on the couch eating ice cream in his own home, claiming she didn't know that uh it was her his house and all this other shit. Y'all were so mad at the judge. This is why I say like and I'm gonna get to the chestnut checkers shit, okay? That's why I say I need to mind your fucking business. Because if you're not a fucking lawyer, you don't know for what fucking reason that the judge, you know, who'd been to school for some shit, allowed them to try to enter the plea of what we call stand your ground law in Florida. But there in Texas, it's called something else like Castle Domain or something like that. Now, the strategic reason that that was done is so that when they get into the appeals process, because, you know, they're going to appeal this. They won't win. But the reason that they did that, from what I'm understanding legally, is so that, and this is what my girlfriend told me, is so that they can't enter that plea in because you've already fought it. So I'm going to allow the plea. Y'all could have never thought that a black female judge was going to let a white woman who walked in. So let's take all the colors off the table. Let me tell you about the state of Texas, because y'all must not be familiar Texas does not fucking play when it comes to guns. You think that Texas is going to allow this woman to go free, and now you have every gun-toting granny woman, stay-at-home mom whose husbands are rich, owning barbed wire fencing companies and and farms. You think that they were going to let this woman go free, now having the fear that they could be sitting in their living room and a cop, because y'all keep forgetting she's a cop, can come in their house and kill them. It was never in the history of niggerdom going to happen. I suspect she will probably get a minimum of 10. She'll get 10 because y'all have to remember the law states she took a fucking life. It doesn't matter where she thought she was. They allowed her to enter that plea so that they could shoot it down and it can't be used later on. Because you can't can't say mental insanity. A lot of y'all out here are committing fucking crimes and you have definitive... Definite mental health issues Maybe you should go get that shit checked Before you go out committing crimes You know why? Because you're going to have a hell of a hard time Trying to enter in a mental health plea And you have no evidence that you've ever had mental health issues All of a sudden You can't acknowledge that you're crazy You, you can't do that after the fact So this is where we get into The chestnut checker shit So everybody was like Oh the judge this and the judge that I'm more pissed off at the black fucking bailiff, the female that's fixing this bitch's hair while she's crying with her no lips, okay, her slivers of lips. I'm more upset at that than anything because of the fact that this bitch killed somebody. Like, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't like you took a fucking life, and there is a consequence for that. And Saladin had posted something the other day where he's like, we all have choices. We all are allowed to live in our truth, and we all are allowed to live with our choices. It's the consequences that everybody has a fucking problem with. So you could talk to me however the fuck you want to talk to me in life, but you have to understand that my reaction to that is going to be a consequence to you. You have to suffer the consequence of disrespecting me or disrespecting my family or disrespecting my child or disrespecting my ex-husband. I found myself this week, y'all. Y'all, this is some real healing shit. I'm in a group where we talk about being mothers, and someone had made a post about um, a mother saying, okay, how do y'all feel about this statement? And it was a statement where a woman had stated, if a man says to you that he doesn't want kids, and you get pregnant and you keep the child, you know what I'm saying, didn't he kind of tell you that he didn't want the fucking baby anyway? Now, there's two sides to that. So all I said, y'all, was, listen, I was actually married. I don't have a baby daddy. I was married. No shade to anybody that does. I said, but I was married. My ex-husband begged me, you know, to have a baby, to have a son, whatever, whatever, and we did, and now we're divorced, and life goes on. Okay. And I was like, if it wasn't for the fact that I bring my son to see his father, he wouldn't see him at all. Now, those of y'all that know me personally know that my ex husband actually lives in Texas and we live in New York. Right. So, some broad in her wedding dress, in her profile picture, which is very irritating to me, anyways, um, says, Well, it sounds like your ex husband, it sounds like he's a deadbeat. I said, First of of all, let me be very clear. If I don't call the motherfucker a deadbeat, You're not going to call him one either because he's not a deadbeat. I said, see, because you don't know me, you don't know that my ex-husband lives in Texas, so it's not like he lives around the corner and I could just bring my kid over there. I also very specifically put in my explanation, he pays, but I raise. Okay, and I'm going to tell you something that my grandmother, Audrey May, always told me when I was younger. She said, Denise, you're going to always be a single mom. I said, what? I'm married. She said, no, 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 no. You're a single mother. I said, why do you say that? She said, because the things that we do for our children, your husband will never do. And you will be closer to your children because you actually bore them in your loins. You actually went through labor. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I never felt a labor pain. I never had a contraction. I never got a stretch mark. I never got nothing because my child was born C-section. He was huge. He's got damn near nine pounds. Almost killed me. But you know what I mean But me and my son are very close And he would be close with his father If we lived close in proximity So I wouldn't call the man a fucking deadbeat Bitch, he at work Okay, and what he does Does not allow him to be like Oh, I'm just going to fly up every weekend No So long story short I caught myself saying Wow, that's really healing and that's growth Because here I am defending a man That, you know, at times I'd be wanting to punch him in his fucking throat OK, but you have to look at for for upsetting our son. OK, at the end of the day, I had to explain to my my son that his father is an immigrant. He's from Dominican Republic. And yes, he should know better. He's been in America for, you know, 20 years now, whatever. Actually, longer than that, I think, 25 years, I said. But at the end of the day, the way that they were raised over there is based in survival. It's not based in love, it's not based in stability, it's not based, it's you're either going to work in the hotel or in the um, hospitality industry or you're going to play baseball. These are your choices. Yes, there are some Dominicans that get out, but my ex-husband wasn't one of them. So he's very good at what he does, so that's why he continues to do it. He's on his third wife. He has two little girls down there. We have, you know, our son. My son is the only heir. Same name. The issue is, is that if I don't I, first of all, I could talk about whoever the fuck I want to talk about in my family, in my bloodline, whatever, but bitch, you can't. If it's family, it's family. Then I had another issue this week where I'm I'm starting to harden. So even though I was very vulnerable in that question in, in that situation with that question, I became very hardened to something else that happened this week. So you know I just did the the show foot on that next season. Meaning it's time to start you know, you just can't let anybody do you any kind of way. This is not, tis the season to not be with the shit, okay? So we're all out here having fun, and summer is great, but bitch, it's just time to get back to work. I work 365 days out the fucking year, and sometimes longer than that, okay? So I had to start hardening about certain things because I'm watching how people talk to me and how people come to me with situations. And I've told you all this before. Some people don't want help. They just want fucking attention, and I don't have it to give to anybody any fucking more. I am coming out of like a fucking ten year fucking depression, okay if I'm really counting I'm coming out of a ten year depression. This is even before my mother died, okay? I have had back to back to back to back death, okay, to the point where I'm the matriarch now I'm big mama, okay, bitch I'm tired. And I could tell y'all that today. I'm fucking tired. So I'm not going to do your fucking job because you can't do mine. Okay? And I had to really sit back and look at how people fucking move, man. Right? So I'm looking at how people move and I'm thinking, oh, you think that because I did this that I would do that? Fuck you. I'm not doing it. You figured the fuck out. Oh, you think that you could tell this one's sweet nothings, that one the same thing, this one over here, and then promise this one this? Fuck you. I'll see you another time. I'm not finna play with none of y'all in this season. So when I'm walking in a room and you talking about this chestnut checkers, fuck you. I'm not fucking playing at all. I'm coming in, I'm flipping the fucking tables, and you and whatever other bitches and hoes and Negroes can pick up the fucking pieces off the floor. You fucking figure that shit out, because you should have never factored me into your bullshit in the first fucking place. I used to come in and clean up these messes that you fucking people went out here and created for yourself. Or oh, I'll just call Denisha Fickett. Fuck you. Fuck you. It's my time now. When they said, I can see clearly now that the rain is gone, they did not fucking tell a lie. Why are y'all still playing games with people at all? Nobody has to deal with your fucking shit. Nobody. Nobody has to help you do shit. Did it ever occur to you, stingy, weird motherfuckers, that other people are going through shit give a fuck if I have 4.8 million billion trillion dollars in the bank I don't have to give you shit because who the fuck are you and you know what else I had to start doing and I hate that I even had to do this but I had to I had to take inventory I had to take inventory and say okay I did this 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 and this what the fuck has that person done for me or my child huh I'm talking about anybody. I'm talking about those friends that are always like, when are you going to come see me? When are you going to come see me? And they ain't set, they ask, in they motherfucking card for six hours, two hours, four hours, one hour to come see you. I'm talking about those people. I'm talking about the people that you go above and beyond for, for birthdays and holidays and Christmas and all that other shit, and you can't even get a fucking card. Fuck them. So last week it was foot on my next season, meaning apply the pressure. Now you see that when you applied the pressure, what fucking happened? What happened? 90% of them folded. I'm not into folding. I don't even fold my fucking laundry. (laughs) I don't. I throw this shit on that little cycle in the dryer where it's going to the cleaners. I don't give a fuck what it is. I sent sheets to the cleaners before. I had somebody, you know, not so much question my motives, but basically say that I was further along in life because of this particular reason here. And I don't think that person really took in the inventory because they don't understand what I went through to be in this position here. But you can't do what I do. And I've told y'all this before. A lot of y'all don't have it in you to play the positions that you fucking judge other people for. You, don't, you just don't have it in you. Got listen I mean let me tell you something you know why I have respect for strippers I don't like what you do because I feel like you could have Better pussy management than that if you fucking These dudes but you know why I always have respect For strippers that's why I love the movie Hustlers you should go see because it it's real deal shit Except for the fact they was trying to make it seem like They weren't fucking them they was fucking Okay you don't ever let these people tell you They ain't fucking they don't Start out fucking but they be fucking Because I know because I used to work in a strip club I was a Waitress and a bartender in real life Okay I watch how the game go you know why I respect strippers, though? I don't have the courage to put my pussy in somebody's face, tell them to give me money, and then trust that they're not going to touch me or become obsessed or talk to me. Crack. I don't have it in me to let you talk to me like that. So kudos to you because you're going to do what you need to do to get that 10 racks or to get that five racks. And most time. Y'all ain't getting that much. And that's why I have so much respect for Cardi B. If you go back and you watch Cardi B shit, fuck what she doing now. She's excellent. She's doing what she do. Go back about five years when Cardi B was was counting out her little $100 that she made that night. After she tipped out the bouncer. After she paid for her car to get where she needed to get because she's in New York. After she paid the DJ and paid the house mom. She left there with like $100. So if you watch the movie Hustlers, the Asian bitch, which is based on a true story, in the beginning, I think she walked home, I think it was like $58. That's real deal shit, okay? I don't have it in me to play the position of a bitch whose husband cheated on her and she took the motherfucker back and she just in the house like nothing happened. I don't, I don't have it in me to do that because I'm beating your ass every single fucking day. Or guess what? We don't play the game at all and I just leave. Okay. I don't have it in me, okay, to be a victim of rape and have to look at the person that did this to me because they were my sibling or because they were my family or because they were in my clergy. Bitch, I don't got it in me. So I don't judge those people. That's why I don't like it. That's why I try to stay off the blogs, if you notice lately over the years, because it's too much. I've developed. Empathy. You can't call yourself a fucking empath, you bitches, that are sitting up there trying to say that you're this and trying to say that you're that. There's a lot of people I started deleting off, um, off uh, Instagram and Facebook and shit like that because I watched you bitches judge other motherfuckers when, bitch, I've seen you do some fucked up foul shit. You cannot do that to these girls. You cannot do that to other women or other men. Some of these motherfuckers just don't know better. So is it my job to teach you? abso fucking not. Call your fucking mother. But I'm not going to sit there and judge you for that. Are there certain things? There's like two things that I'm 100% certain that I would not do. And I found myself damn near reneging on that this week because I was frustrated. Okay? And it's not nothing to do with money or nothing like that. But I can now, instead of me judging the bitches that do do stuff like that, I find myself saying, I understand why you did that. First of all, because motherfuckers is liars. You don't even know that you want a board playing a game because everybody's a liar. So let me tell you about this offensive thing because it's been on my spirit to tell you all this. And this is when I knew that Maybone was in full effect, that tis the season to be letting shit go. The person who I was before that you might have, could have played with a little bit, just ha-ha, he-he, bitch, you can't play with me now. You can't fuck with me. We're not in the same positions. We're not, it's not even about a level. It's just about, I'm just not there anymore. So I'm going to tell y'all what happened as soon as I take this call. We got a 917. I know that's a New York call. Let's see. Cora, are you there? I'm Let's here. See. How are you, girl? This is Dia. I am fabulous. Who's this? Dia. Hi, Dia. How are you? Dia Miles? Yes, ma'am. Did you just put my government all up on your (laughs) show? Girl, listen, it could have been Miles with an I. I don't know. It's all right. right. (laughs) Well, girl, there's a lot of y'all. So, how are you today? I'm good, I just I'm chimed sorry? in, you know, like, I, I just chimed in, Um, I seen you mm-hmm. put up the post and you said call now, and I've been listening mm-hmm. to your podcast, you know, uh, over the last couple of months, and I am I just want to say salute to you, because you honestly keep it real, and, you know, you don't hold no punches, and I respect that, so that's why, let me, you know what, let me just support her a little further, because a lot of times people don't like to hear the truth, and when they, and they don't support it, you know what I mean, so, you know, I support you 100%, sis. Oh, thank you so much. So I was getting ready to, because what I realized when I started this show, girl, my show, I think now is like five years old. We almost on 300 episodes. When I started the show five years ago, I would get on here and it was almost like I was talking to myself. So this has been my therapy. Um, Mm -hmm. and I was in a a therapeutic treatment and things like that, like after my mom passed away and shit like that. But then I found out that like, when they switched my therapist, then I couldn't get the right therapist. Now my therapist is a broad younger than me, bitch. You don't know me like that. You don't know nothing (laughs) about being black or Spanish. I don't want to talk to you because now I'm just going to lie to you and tell you everything's okay. So you can write it on my paper. You know what I mean? So for me when I started coming on here and then I started talking, I'm thinking nobody's listening. But then every week when I go and I look at the numbers, I'm like, oh, okay. So I have a huge UK following like 30%. So then when people started following me on Instagram, yeah. When people started following me on Instagram and Facebook, I'm like, you know, because my page is normally private because people are bums and then they want to put that bum energy on your page. And I'm just not right. Ready. I don't feel like arguing about nothing. I'm who I really say I am. Y'all ain't never seen no yep. dude come for me on there like, yeah, and that's why you was, boy, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> so, because right. they know. I warn them ahead of time. And everybody right. always thinks they're exempt. You know, they always yep. think they're exempt. Like, oh, she wouldn't do that to me. No, I'm going to do you just like that because you really could have never thought that you was going right. to try me like that and get anything less than what you've seen me do to other niggas. You, you sit there and you act right. like you didn't know that, you that first of all, that I'm intuitive. Second of all, right. that you're going to get caught, whatever it was you was doing. So, girl, let me tell you right. about what happened. I was just getting ready to tell you all I had realized this week, because this whole time I still represent the fact that, you know, I grew up poor. I grew up with nothing. So anything you see now, I really worked hard. And I ain't mm. lay down with nobody to get it. And even if I did, right. so what? So, look, I'm thankful. Right. So yep. I was out, you know, out of town this week, and this was a dude that I knew from 20 years ago. Now, I've put the pussy on ice for the last year because I've just been really focused on my businesses, and it's worked, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not mm-hmm. – I, I go 100% in on all relationships. So I could never right. be no hoe because I can't – like, I can't focus. Like, I, I have to right. just be with one person. Take something. So I'm from really right. – yeah, you know, I'm reeling from the loss of a, a relationship that I was in. You know what I'm saying? It was very hard. You mm-hmm. know, it was very hurtful for me, and I had to heal from that because there's no point in me starting some new shit I can't finish. So I right. just looked up and was like, "Damn, it's been almost a year." So girl, I had had it in my mind that I might could get me some last week because I've known this person <laughs> for 20 years. We never touched each other, and I had put it in my mind if he's saying do the right thing, he might could get some coochie coupons. So I get there because my aunt is having surgery, whatever. And whenever I'm in anybody's town, I try to kill all the birds with one stone. So I had a business meeting. I had to go up to the hospital, things like that. So, girl, first, let me just say this to a lot of men that listen to my show. You could talk yourself out the pussy. It happens Mm -hmm. all the time. Okay. Okay? You could just say or do one wrong thing and we just like, oop turned off, not going to happen. So quick, I realized that my old self, it has really died. She's not with us anymore. She is deceased. And I know this because I, first of all, no, I have never been to Dave and Buster's. Like if I had, I don't recall. Okay. So he asked me to go there and my aunt's like, oh, that's right around the corner. And then he's like, no, I live out here. And I hope he's not Mm -hmm. listening. But if he is, I mean, fuck it. I don't care what you're going to do. So Mm -hmm. I've known him for 20 years. He did like a 10-year prison bid, always was solid, always, you know, just, you know, always cool. Yeah, come get, you know, Mercedes this, this, and this, whatever. But I wasn't cool enough with you that, like, I knew you to do a bid. Like, when I seen you, when I moved out the area, got married and shit, I seen him when he was getting out. So long Mm -hmm. story short, I don't know if he was confused or what happened. So first of all, you already lost points because I'm driving to you. That's just... I'm a lady. That's just not what I do. Right. You could have picked anywhere yep. for us to be. You could have picked a hole-in-the-wall bar and just been like, I brought you a nice cigar or something. So, right. I get out there. I'm very confused because I don't know what this is. And he's watching football. We're not playing any games. I'm like, okay. So, I don't know what to eat in this place because I've never been. So, I order some boneless wings. Basically, a chicken nugget with a sauce. Okay? Right. So... I'm sitting there, and then he's telling me, like, oh, yeah, so we're catching up. I haven't seen him. It's great to see him. He looks great. And he says, yeah, because I live around the corner. And I'm like, what? Okay. You know, so I don't <laughs> want to drink too much because I don't know if you've ever been to Pittsburgh. It's like roller coasters. Like, their roads are, like, downhill yeah. sometimes, like ski slopes. So, girl, I can't be drinking or driving. No way. So he's like, here, drink something else. Drink something else. I live around the corner. And I'm thinking to myself, bitch, this is not 1999, Okay, so I'm like, okay, now I'm agitated. So he puts his arm around me and he's like, you know, you should just let me just get that. Just one good time. Just now I've never slept with him before. And all I could think about, Dia, I swear to God, I'm so stank. All I could think about was I know this man did not just ask me for some pussy with boneless wings in front of me. I know he didn't just do this. I have on two Cartier bracelets, some leather leggings. I What? <laughs> <laughs> sir? <laughs> so I am deeply offended. And then he tried to disrespect my young boy that I was, like, dating before. And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. because young dudes, this, this, and this. I said, well, my young boy and me <laughs> was eating calamari, not nuggets. And the young girls that you mess with smell like pee. You know they don't mm-hmm. take baths no more. Oh, my more. God. They be in stand-up showers with bath gels that are not good for their pH balance, so don't ever talk to me about my young boy, and you don't know nothing about him. So he's like, I'm just saying. I was like, girl, I was so offended. He was like, I mean, I was like, and he was fine, and he was fine. You over Mm. here looking like Gerald LeVert's son, and you over here talking to me about my young boy. I will not allow it. And I found myself defending all my old hoes last week. Girl, somebody mm-hmm. said something about my ex husband. I done defended him, and I'm like, and he ain't worth a damn anyway, but I'm just defending him because you know what I feel? I feel like if that was a part of me, and if for two years, three years, five years, ten years, whatever it was, that was a, a, a right. reflection of me, I could talk about him, but you can't because look at you. Exactly. Okay? Then exactly. the man insults me. He insults me. This is another thing men do. When you piss them off, they insult you like on the slick. So he's like, yeah, because I don't even be fucking with older women. And I was like, well, how old are you? He's like, 52. Sir, I have, wow. listen, you older than me by many, many years. <laughs> I did not know. Because if I would have known that when I was, you know, 20-something, bitch, I want to talk to you. I'm scared exactly. now. you somebody's pat-pat. Mm-hmm. You're somebody's paw-paw. <laughs> and you over here telling me that you'll be messing with girls in their 30. will bitch, me too. How Girl, I was so offended I got the hell out of there And that's my homeboy I gave him the hug with the two pats on the back My homegirl dying laughing She was like, bitch, I would have hit him with a handshake Like, what's going on? So I start realizing I said, you know, whoever I was You know, and offline, I'm going to tell you something that also happened this week that let me know I was in a different phase of healing because I don't want to give anybody that much energy online because when I really don't fuck with you, I will not talk about you at all. Bitch, just like you invisible. It could have been the best thing that ever happened to me in my life, and if I don't rock with you, I'm not publicly talking about it. Mm -mm. Right. So I'm going to have to get with you online and tell you what happened. Um, But I knew I was in a certain stage of healing because I had no reaction. You know, my son is getting ready mm-hmm. to go to homecoming. You know, I just have 50 million other things. The book's almost done. And I just right. got into a real ferocious, stank ass like, everyone's like, it's chess, not checkers. Bitch, I'm not playing with y'all at all. At I'm all. I'm coming in right. the room, knocking the board over, and walking out. And y'all <laughs> dumbasses can go in there and figure out where the pieces go and pick it up and find the box. Exactly. And, and yeah. all the papers and the slips. You know? Yeah. We give people too much energy when we even play the game at all. Exactly. I don't care what game it is. your job. It could be your girlfriends, one person. You know, I got somebody right now. She think I don't know that you be running back telling what I tell you. So I'll tell you stupid shit like I'm going to the circus on Friday. I'm not, but I might just tell you that. (laughs) So that when somebody (laughs) come back and tell me that I was at the circus, I know where I came from. Exactly. I mean, if you're going to play the game, be smart at it. You know what I mean? Be, you got to be, and I don't want to sound, you know, cynical, but you have to be more clever than the person. You have to know the person you're dealing with, first of all. You know what I mean? Okay. you really care enough about them to try to sabotage them or try to play them behind their back, you got to know that person. You know what I mean? Don't try to play somebody behind their back, and you have no idea where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Or what they've been through to be the person they are today. You know what I mean? They may have been through so much big game might be on a thousand. Meanwhile, you're still thinking, and when I chimed in, you were just talking about Nabon and how you're a different person. That You're, you're playing with somebody who you thought or who you think is that person from 20 years ago. Noble, boo, boo, you got it wrong. Right. See, somebody told and way. even 20 years ago, you will not get no pussy over no boneless wings. <laughs> Sure. I, I was raised, I'm, I'm a different breed, I was raised different, you know what I mean? And it's not about being cocky or arrogant, it's just no. you know what I mean? We know, we real women know what we want for ourselves and what we deserve, and we're not going to tolerate anything less, period. And what's so, crazy yeah. is, is I'm going to keep a G with you, 20 years ago, I was a damn monster. Girl, 20 years ago, I ain't had no titties. <laughs> I had Gucci everything. I wasn't touching nobody. Get out my face. My hair was real. My eyebrows (laughs) was from hair. I was getting on planes, trains, and automobiles. Matter of fact, I never even caught a train. Girl, I was doing all types of stuff. So I reserved myself now, and I think that that's why now I'm so laid back because I'm like, all this shit y'all talking about, girl, I already did that. I'm good. I didn't have right. my baby till I was almost thirty years old. I have lived, okay? Right. So for me, it's like when when I'm dating someone, will I eat a boneless wing? Yeah, I'm just telling me telling you that that's not what we are doing today, and you finna ask me for the first time in the history of niggerdom for some snatch? <laughs> are you crazy? Right. Nigger, like I mean, girl, really I'm over right. here. That was really quite disrespectful. I mean, for him to say it like that, you should. you should. I, I don't think he, he took it as offense. I think he took it as like, you know, we cool or whatever. Hey, let me get a little pussy. Like, you act like you asking to borrow toll money or something. Nah, right, you right, supposed right. to do something spectacular. And I'm going to be honest with you because <laughs> I would do it for you. If I was messing with a dude hard like that, one thing, any dude will tell you about me, and it ain't many of them, okay? Mm-hmm. They will tell you, nah, she took care of me. She did. She And yes. I don't talk about that because I don't need to. Because right. then I now have y'all bitches really confused. Like, where am I going to get money for a wool sweater with cashmere in it? You know, because that's, <laughs> that's what you're right. running up behind. You know, right. if you date behind me, you know, I had a meme a couple years ago, and it was like dating a dude after me is like going on stage after Drake. You're going <laughs> to look stupid. Okay. I have already shut everything down. I had the pyrotechnesis. I had the waterfalls. I had a windstorm. You won't win. You're going to be up here looking crazy. You know what I'm saying? So just don't do it. Get a man a rest. Let him rebound a little bit. Let me hit it a couple more times and then you can have him. You see what I'm it's saying? The same thing. It's the same thing I went through with my ex. When me and my ex parted ways. I mean, this chick, his ex, he went back to his ex. She thought she had a trophy because I had already Girl. groomed him. I groomed him. I like, you know, I molded mm-hmm. him into what he had became. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't wearing Brooks Brothers and, and none of that before me. He of was course wearing, not. this nigga was, he was wearing, he was wearing a Marshall vest. No, he was wearing a leather bubble vest with no shirt on. <laughs> and Bye. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> So I brought him from that to Brooks Brothers not patting myself on the back but I know what I did for that man and then so now she you know came in and you know she scooped him up or whatever and she's like oh yeah he's this and that da, da. now today she's like oh you can have him back he ain't shit really Yeah, because no no way get out of town why you think I left oh, yeah. dummy right why do you think it was easy for me to say toodaloo keep it pushing because you know I've, I've done my, my bit with you I don't need Thank to do you. nothing else. And then, you know, let's also talk about, before we end the show, because the show's going to end in about two minutes, let's also talk mm-hmm. about the fact of this. You know, there's a lot of women out there that just because you mess with them, they'll stay with them longer just so you don't have them. That's the part exactly. of the game that I'm talking about. <laughs> if I walk out. And I just flipped the table over, and y'all left to pick up the pieces. I promise you, y'all relationship ain't going to be what you thought it was going to be because you're going to be yep. sick trying to figure out if he's still dealing with me or not. Because I ain't going to tell that you. No, nah, I already told you. You don't listen. You know everything. You right. You right. Yep. It and was and an accident. That, you right. Women always thinks they can outdo what you've done but you can't you'll never you'll never be me you understand what i'm saying like women mm-hmm. have to be two different of that individuals absolutely right they have to get out of that thought process that you're just like or you're better than the last no i'm me so what i'm going to bring to the table is going to be completely different than you or the next one the, 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 you know what i mean like people, more women have to take pride in who they are instead of competing as female that's where women have their downfall in in life right and it, so comes, the message know, that mm-hmm. i am sending today is just don't play the game, whether it's men, whether it's at your job, whether it's with some, with some cackling females. Don't play the game at all, right. and I'm going to leave you with this because I'm going to get offline in a second. I'm going to leave you with this. Left Eye, when, before she died, she did a documentary where she was in Honduras, and right. she had this all figured out. And she said, you know what? What's better than a left eye? And they said, what? And she said, no left eye. She has stopped showing up to press conferences. Yeah, she has stopped showing up to press conferences where she was going to be questioned. And that's what Mm -hmm. I want us to do as women. So guess what, Dia? Thank you for calling in. I'm going to reach out to you offline right now. Or I might even put a little phone call into you so we can talk about what happened this week. But at the end of the day, flip the table over. Don't play other people's games. You're supposed to be in control of your life. Be in control of the games that people play and don't play them at all. That's the only way to win is when you don't play at all. Thank you for calling. Loud and clear. Bye-bye.